Have you ever had this thought, I can never seem to get ahead? Or maybe this one, I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. But the good news is this, no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals, because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com. On today's show, we're going to be talking about loneliness. Loneliness is something that men rarely talk about. Many of them see it as being weak. Plus, it kind of goes against that attitude that a lot of guys have of, well, I can do it and I don't need anybody. However, loneliness is a reality for a lot of guys. All the activities and the things they do to hide it doesn't change the fact that a lot of men feel lonely. And the lonely man is a dangerous man. So we're going to talk about loneliness today, what we can do about it as men and how to beat it. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Okay, one of the things I want to talk about today is my love of 80s music. And I was a kid growing up in the 80s and loved all the 80s music. You can play it and I'll know most of the songs. I wasn't really a hard rock guy um, as far as the heavy metal side of it. I did like Van Halen and some others like that. But I liked a lot of the alternative, the new wave, all that stuff. Um, and one of the groups that came out of the 80s was a group called the Motels. And they had a couple hits, but one was a monster hit. And it was called Only the Lonely. And one of the taglines in the song is Only the Lonely Can Play. And I thought about that when I was planning this show because one of the things that has come out of the COVID lockdowns is the reality of loneliness for a lot of people. Uh, people have realized how lonely they are and how many friends they don't have. One of the groups that's been hit hardest in this has been students. Because for a lot of students in the country, school was taken away. So they didn't have that daily interaction with other students. But I think the reality of loneliness has come to a group that really have always had it. And maybe COVID just kind of brought it out. And that's men. If you look at the definition of the word lonely, it's being without company, cut off from others. I think a lot of men are cut off from other people. And a lot of them don't even realize it. According to a YouGov poll in the UK, 
Almost one in five men owned up to not having a single close friend. That's 18% of guys. One in three, which is about 33%, stated that they didn't have a best friend. But the survey suggests that while men appear to be lonelier than women, in reality, they're less likely to own up to feeling lonely. And I think we get that as men. You know, guys can sit there and have a big cut on their hand and it be bleeding profusely. And they're like, oh, it's no problem. It's just a flesh wound, you know, if you go Monty Python on it. And and so we, we sometimes as men, like we'll be sick as a dog and we're like, oh, no, it's just a little cold, you know, and, and we're like falling down tired. That's just how we are. But loneliness is something that I think for a lot of guys, it's hard to admit. In 2018, the UK did a study on it and they said the suicide rate rose to its highest level since 2002. Over 6,500 people took their own life and the figure was up 12%. And of those registered suicides, these are the official ones, 75% of them were men. And in the US, suicide as a whole is the highest it's been in decades. And as of 2017, the male suicide rate was over three times that of the female rate. See, I think there's something in that. And I think there's a a lonely epidemic among men. And I think a lot of guys don't notice it or talk about it. Now, one of the reasons is because they're so busy. They're so busy doing stuff and they use that busyness to hide it, but it's there. I was having lunch with a friend who's a pastor recently, and he talked about how hard it was going through COVID. And he said one of the things that helped him through was he and a couple other pastors from the area met every week for coffee. And he talked about how much it helped him just connecting with guys. It didn't necessarily solve all the problems that they had. They all had problems to deal with, but they just met and there was something about it that encouraged him to keep going. You see, I think as men, we have to actively combat loneliness. See, we can easily let the busyness keep us from those relationships that we need. And we'll wake up one day and realize how lonely we are. You see, when you have work and you have kids and you're married and and you're doing all the stuff, it's easy to get so focused on those things that you don't really realize that you don't have any really strong friends. So today we're going to talk about three ways you can beat loneliness in your life so you can be a better man. Now, the first thing you can do to beat loneliness as a man is evaluate your friends. Why do you have friends? And who are your friends? Now, you may think that's kind of a weird question, but it's one that we really have to deal with. Now, guys on a whole, we don't sit around and think of stuff like this because we're usually doing stuff. We're busy, but it's a question we do need to ask ourselves. If I was to meet you on a plane and we were flying somewhere and I said, tell me about your closest friends, who would you name? And why do you have them as a friend? See, a lot of people have friends for different reasons, and we all know guys who do this. Sometimes we have friends for feeling good. You know, we like to have people around us who basically kind of worship us. 
You know, you think back to high school, there was always that cool kid who always had a group of people around him who they weren't necessarily on his level of cool, but they made him feel good. They were like, oh, you're the coolest and you're this. See, I was kind of that guy in, a, in some ways, uh, the one who kind of hung around the cooler people. And, and so I, I was probably there to make them feel good or better. I know for a lot of the girls I hung around, it was exactly that. They weren't going to date me. They just wanted me there to make them feel better about themselves. But I think as men, sometimes we do that as adults. We hang around certain people because it makes us feel good about us but they're not really a close friend. Some guys have friends for connections. You know, these are the network friends. You know, I'm friends with them because of work. I'm friends with them because of what I need to do with my job or school or whatever. And, and they're, they can be friends, but are they really close friends or are they just convenient friends? You know, it's like, it's like at work. You may work in an office or you may work on a construction site and you're friends with someone who's higher up and that's fine. But is your motive really to be their friend or is it you're being nice to them because you're hoping they'll give you the better assignment or they'll move you up quicker or things like that? And, and some guys, you know, they're friends with people because they want them to do things for them. They're just out for themselves. And there are people like that. I was reading a book recently about a guy and he said he works with a lot of professional athletes. And one of the things he said that I thought was powerful is he said he talks to each person about how he is absolutely confidential about what he does with them. And he says he does that on purpose because it's the reality of the professional athlete's life. Everybody wants something from them. That's the thing about people who are famous is I think a lot of them have to wonder, are these people really my friends or do they want something from me? And so for you as a man, do you have people who are really your friends or do you just want something from them or do they just want something from you? You see, men sometimes can be the worst at friendships because they have different motives behind them. And what we want to do is build up real friendships in our life. Now, one of the most common friends we have as men is what Stephen Mansfield calls rust friends instead of real friends. Now, he calls them rust friends because they're rust because we rarely see them. Or they're people when we do see them, it's, it's again, rare, but we try to impress them. Kind of like when you go to your high school reunion. You know, the first time... I went to my high school reunion. You know, there is that part of you that's like, gosh, I got to show people how successful I am. I got to do this. I got to do that. And, and you know, these are not really people who are your friends. They're just people you kind of knew. Uh, so it's it's hilarious like that. My last one I went to is is many years after the first one. And I was talking with one of my friends there. And he goes, you know, he said, I'm not trying to be mean, but I don't really know a lot of these people and I just don't care what they think of me, you know, and it made me laugh, but it's so true. He was like, I come to see the people who were really my friends. You know, he said, the rest of these people, I don't really care. And, and it's hilarious because that's just the way my friend is. But that's kind of how life is. 
Do you have real friends or are your friends kind of those rust friends? The ones you see maybe once a year, maybe once every five years. Maybe you were best friends with them in college or, or in high school, but you haven't really seen them much lately. So what's a real friend? Well, a real friend is someone that you see regularly and you kind of do life with. They're people you can be yourself around. Now, I'm not saying that to depress you. I'm saying it to get you to look at the reality of your friendships. What kind of friends do you have? How much time are you investing in real friendships? Now, this doesn't mean there aren't seasons of friendships. Everybody has seasons. Sometimes it's based on where you live or what's going on in life. Seasons are normal and they shouldn't make us feel guilty. But in every season, we should seek to have close friends. Sometimes those friendships may change, like if you move or whatever. But the thing we want to do as men is take the time to evaluate our friendships. Do we have real friends or do we only have rust friends? We need to get an honest picture of who we have in our life if we want to get better. The second thing we want to do in our life is prioritize our connections. When you as a man prioritize your connections, you're going to build better friendships. You see, men are created for community. We like to do things in groups. I saw a video recently of something that was happening in the UK. They've really been battling this loneliness among men. And so they created this group called Men in Sheds. And what they do is they build these buildings in different areas of the country and they load it up with all kinds of tools and things to do it yourself for guys to just go and build things together. And what's happening is men, especially men who are a little older, because they were finding a lot of guys when they retire were incredibly lonely because everybody they really hung with was at work and they weren't there anymore. So these men go to these sheds and they begin hanging out. They begin teaching each other how to do things and they build up friendships. And there was a guy in the, in the interview that said something I thought was powerful. And he talked about how when he left work, he was alone. And he said this statement, he said at work, the other men there are colleagues, they're not mates. What he was saying is they're not really close friends. They're guys you see through work and there is a community there. But once you leave work, they're not there anymore. And men were created to be in community. You see, you need men in your life that you're connected with. Not just men who are maybe other kids' dads or not just guys you know from work. Those are fine and some of those can be your close friends. But what you need to do is prioritize your connections with other men. It's something you actually should schedule. You see, you can't get better at friendships if you don't schedule it. It'll become that thing that you get to. Um, it's kind of like, I, I think some people treat friendships almost like losing weight. You know, you've heard the people, I need to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. Three months later, I'm really going to lose weight. Two years later, I have got to start losing weight. So they keep talking about it to feel good, but they don't really do anything about it. Friendships can be the same way. You say, I need more friends in my life. I need close friends in my life. But you never do anything about it. You just talk about it. You see, friendship happens when you prioritize it. Michael Hyatt has this saying that I love. He said, what gets scheduled gets done. 
So what you want to do is schedule your friendships to make sure they happen. You say, well, well, David, that doesn't feel natural. Well, here's the, the reality. It's not about the feeling. It's about the truth of making it happen. You see, you don't always feel what you need to do. Like sometimes in the morning, you don't feel like getting up, but you got to do it. You see, you need friends as a man. And whether you feel it or not, you need to schedule it out. You need to make it happen. Because if you don't, the person you're hurting the most is yourself. Now, the third thing you can do to beat loneliness is to recognize your apathy. One of the things I talk about a lot is the truth of the mirror. When you stand in front of a mirror, you can say you're trying to get in shape, but the mirror tells you the truth of what you're doing. You can say you're losing weight, but the mirror doesn't hide. And I think in our life, we have to recognize as men sometimes that we can be apathetic when it comes to the area of friendships. Now, a lot of guys I know, when I talk to them about this, they say things like, well, I'm, I'm so busy. How can I have friends when I barely have time to breathe? Well, busyness can actually be a sign that your priorities are messed up. That maybe your busyness comes from you trying to get that validation from all the outward things. I'm trying to make more money so I can prove that I'm a good man. Well, money doesn't prove anything. It may prove that you're working hard, but you may be leaving behind your family and your friends while you're doing it. Or some guys have what I call the crazy busy badge. It's almost like a Boy Scout badge they're wearing to say, hey, look how busy I am. I'm so important. And we kind of do that. You know, I've heard guys who'll sit there and brag about how little sleep they need. Oh, I only need two hours and 15 minutes of sleep every night because I've got so much to do. And what they're really saying is, I'm so busy, I'm so important, I don't need sleep. And the truth is they do. Their body will eventually shut down. But busyness makes us feel good as men. And oftentimes we're so busy, we don't recognize that we're apathetic in other areas of our life. And a lot of times we're apathetic when it comes to our relationships. And when you're apathetic in one area of friendship or relationships, it's going to breed to the other areas. You see, when you don't have a strong friendship with other men, it's going to affect your relationship with your wife, with your kids, with your other family members. And a lot of guys are out there wondering why they can't stop doing unhealthy things, why they can't stop uh, engaging in pornography or having affairs or getting into excessive gaming or drinking or smoking, whatever they do. And they say, why can't I stop? But sometimes they've never taken the time to look and see that maybe they're just feeding their own loneliness. Maybe the affair makes them feel less alone. Maybe the porn makes them feel like they're not as alone. And what you have to do as a man is recognize, have I let my relationships get apathetic? Have I let my friendships get apathetic? You see, relationships that matter, they take work. If you want to have a good marriage, it takes work. If, if you want to start dating someone and have a good relationship, it doesn't happen by accident. Even if you, you know, swiped right, swiped left, whatever, it still takes work to have a good relationship. If you want to be a great parent, it takes work. 
It's not going to happen by accident. Kids won't just naturally walk up to you and say, thank you. Thank you for being such a great father. If you've not done anything in their life. You see, good relationships don't happen by accident. They take work. And as a man, you should prioritize your friendships and make them happen. See, a lot of guys use their family to actually justify their lack of relationships with other men and feel okay about it. They say, well, I've got small kids, you know, I'm busy, my wife, we've got soccer, we've got baseball, we've got all these things. And that's all true. I'm not denying it. But the truth is you have to put time in to build strong friendships with other men. What you have to do as a man is reject your apathy and start being the catalyst for friendships. Because if you don't do it, you're going to remain lonely. No matter how busy you are, you'll feel that loneliness and that apathy in that relationship will hurt all your other relationships. Now, as we close the show today, I want to say something to you. You don't have to be lonely. However, if you don't do anything proactive, you will be. What you need to do as a man is find and build a community of men. And you do that at first by evaluating your friends. What kind of friends do you have? And then prioritize your connections. Make it a priority to build good friendships. And another thing is to recognize if you're being apathetic. Maybe you're allowing your schedule to own you instead of you owning your schedule. What you need to do is be a man who brings life to other men. You don't want to be that cynic. We've all met the older guy who just sits back and puts everything and everybody down. A lot of time, those men are struggling with their own insecurity and loneliness. And lonely men are dangerous men. But loneliness is something you can do something about. Now, next week, and actually the next two weeks, we're going to do a pair of shows talking about how you as a man can form a band of brothers. I'm excited because I believe we can build stronger relationships with other men and I wanna help you do it. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.